The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. It is a Friday at the Star in Frisco in the SWBC studios as we look ahead to the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams here on a beautiful week five weekday. Glad you're with us. Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, Chris Beam in the back as always. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, you ready to say it with your chest today? Absolutely. Yes. 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 It's full badass. gorilla mode. Do you hear that beast? Full donkey Kong. Bass, bass. You only, full you only donkey got Kong. like 10 push-ups in this morning. On, Rob and I did Don't disrespect me. That was definitely at least 25. And like mm. No, he was, he was busy throwing barrels at Mario. Oh goodness, guys! Would you rather uh, would you rather watch paint dry or watch Thursday Night Football last night? Oh, uh, definitely paint dry. Paint dry. Yeah, I think that yeah. sounds entertaining. You honestly, know, right? You know, it's bad when current players are just calling out the game on Twitter. Right? Yeah. I mean, just saying how bad it is. I think it's it's that much worse when you have fans, home fans, who've paid for these seats, get up and leave before uh, overtime before because they're just fed up they're just over it they, they don't even care about the outcome anymore they're like bad this, game. this is bad football yeah and i mean the colts 12 broncos nine in overtime it was all titillating goals back and forth man uh the it was titillating they asked kirk herbstreit they said you ever seen football so bad that it's good he was like no he was like no <laughs> <laughs> i almost fell off the sofa when he said that because al was trying to kind trying of to polish it. it up kirk was like uh oh, no that this isn't what that's i a came bad over. game to call i yeah. thought that's all i could think about while they were watching i'm like dude this is awful somebody i saw on twitter was like they deserve a nobel peace prize for having to go through yeah. that entire game and yeah. be excited about it and you could almost hear the disappointment in kirk's voice um when he said well someone has to win right mm-hmm. late in the fourth quarter i was like right. no they could tie he was like oh well yeah and welcome to the nfl kirk yeah yeah it's like i left college <laughs> football yeah, this isn't college football <laughs> it's like i left ohio state and michigan and, yeah. and alabama he's and like i might not even get a this? payoff that's how that checking for yeah, this nice yeah. yeah. Oh, he's still in college football. He'll be yeah, out he, there this week. He so. is. But I think he realized for the first time, like, I might have to go through all of this for a tie. Mm-hmm. You can kind of hear that in his voice. I was like, eh, what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, those are the type of ugly games. I mean, Indianapolis isn't talking right now about how terrible the game was. They're talking about, okay, we got to win. We're back to 500. Yeah. They already had a tie going into that game because they tied earlier in the campaign with the Texans. So mm-hmm. it would have been 1-2 one, or 1-1. One, yeah, one, one two, one. and two, Ugh. and now they're two, two, and one. Ugh. So they they were Gross. able to pull it out. What about the play call toward the end of the ball game inside the ten yard line, throwing it over the middle, <laughs> and that one getting batted away? You KJ Rich- Hamler was wide open. Did you see wide. Richard Sherman's comments about that? What was it? Richard Sherman. Oh, was he like, have we not learned? Yeah, learned a lesson. He vented when you're right. down there inside the ten. Run the ball. Oh, oh yeah, he used it as a therapy he session. Went, he he was, went off the rails when it came to that. Sherman doesn't care. Run the dang no. ball. Well, I I would still be there. learn, learn. learn. I wish Marshawn was here. Yeah, he said I wish. 
makes more songs. He's like, learn, learn. We were out there in Denver. I thought we, I really thought Denver was going to be. You add Russ to that defense. Yep. You know that but they the would defense really has be. a lot of injuries. They're banged True. up. Yeah, they are. Defense has up. a lot of injuries, and the offensive line seems like. Half Man, the league's off as a line right now. Yeah, but Russ is also not making good decisions. No, no, he's, like he's really he's, just heaving it up. Compost, there, man. man, he left Seattle, man. He's That's really just honest. heaving it up there. I saw someone say, "You left uh, Seattle. You're plenty successful." Yeah, you know, I have my work ethic is unmatched. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying it's better Boom! than Russell Wilson. <laughs> it, I think that's, yeah. that's what he's saying. Exactly what I'm saying. That's what he's saying. Flex. All right, <laughs> let's take a look at some news and notes from the Dallas Cowboys. A full padded practice yesterday, and now a walkthrough today. Correct, or is that walkthrough pushed to tomorrow? Uh, it's, it's the regen day. It's the stay day. That's right. They do a mock game. Yeah, they'll have practice on Saturday before the the, the road trip. And uh, just glancing at the injury report, not a bunch of changes. Jordan Lewis got back into limited practice. Jake Ferguson got back into limited practice. The rest of it was the same. CeeDee Lamb did not participate. He had a groin issue, and you saw it during the open portion. No, see, he was going through a lot of uh, stretching and trying to get loose with uh, Britt Brown, the director of rehabilitation. He talked afterwards and said, I'm good. He also said he wouldn't be on the injury report, and he was on the injury report. So, mm, right. uh, But he didn't sound like he was too concerned about it. Well, I don't think that um, he had much say, and I say that facetiously because he had no say in if he was going on the injury report right. or not. It's transactional. If if the team doesn't put him on there and it's found out that he has even a minor injury, team can be you know subject to punishment for that. Um, but he was all smiles, and he said, you know, quote, I don't want to scare anyone. I'm fine. Um, so we'll we'll see if that plays itself out as far as you know the regen today and then practice tomorrow. You know what the final injury report is, but it sounds like he's good to go. You know for the most part. Uh, on a positive, on a more positive note, Noah Brown had another full practice on yesterday. So that's two full practices for Noah Brown. It's two full practices for J. Ron Curse. Michael Gallup is still you know right where he needs to be. No mm-hmm. setbacks there. So C. D. Lamb was the the biggest takeaway from not practicing, but he says, he swears he's good. And it's a groin injury? He says it's a groin injury. Ooh. For a wide receiver, that kind of scares me. Even though he said, don't be scared. Yeah, with a, with a huge CD, smile. CD, I'm a little scared. With a huge smile. And, you know, if you know the resting CD face, he doesn't smile often in yeah. front of the camera, so he was all teeth. So <laughs> I'm, I'm at least inclined to, to, yeah, I'm inclined to, you know, lean toward him in that. I'm not saying that it's nothing, but he doesn't seem concerned about it. So, again, we'll see. Yeah, and usually, and this is not 100%, usually when a guy does his um, media obligations, mm-hmm. despite having a little something, he probably expects to go. Mm-hmm. But, hey, there's a couple more days. Let's see how it feels. You're right. I mean, that's nothing to play around with when you're, right. as Isaiah knows, wide receiver, and you got to get separation on every play. Maybe yeah, 60 plays suck. are counting on him. Yeah, hopefully he's fine. But growing suck if he does have something that's going on there, uh, simply because of the fact that the change of directions, the agility that's required um, in terms of that muscle group as well as your change of speeds. Mm-hmm. I mean, you try to change, you try to shift gears. You can't shift gears if your growing's pissed off. So hopefully he's healthy and ready to roll. And Jake Ferguson returned to practice as well in the limited capacity. So that's a good one. The that's a good blocking one. tight end, Jake the, Ferguson. The blocking right? tight end, Fergie Licious, was back in practice. Ferg. Ferg. Yeah. 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 Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. <laughs> so if, let, let's just put this out there. If CD Lamb is unable to go, where does the confidence level go from your wide receiving core now to where your wide receiving core would be there? Would it change a whole lot for you, Isaiah? It changes. Uh, not a whole lot. Really? 
Not a whole lot. I'm, Without I mean, CD? Just right now, where I'm at right now, not a whole lot. Because of the fact that you know what you have in Noah Brown right now. And Noah Brown was and has made the, some of the similar plays that CD has made this year. This is a system offense. This is not a Cooper Cup type offense where it's like, hey, wherever he goes, like the ball goes. You know, you're not losing that much productivity from CD. Yeah, he's coming on as of late, and he's starting to show that he could be that consistent guy. But let's not act like he's been a world beater here this year. You know, I mean, Noah Brown's had this very similar production. So, yeah, it would suck to not have him on the field, but you have Gallup out there and you have Noah Brown. You really need a one-two punch. One-two three is just an just a extra benefit. I think it, it – it brings it down for me, but it brings it down kind of to Isaiah's point. It brings it down to right back to pre-Gallup, right? So mm-hmm. it's That's it was true. it was C.D. Lamb and it was Noah Brown. Yeah. And if for whatever reason, knock on wood, C.D. Lamb can't go, now it's Michael Gallup and Noah Brown. So, you know, the, the extra credit that you give them as far as raising that bar because it's Gallup, Brown, and Lamb in no, you know, particular order, now you if you were to lose one of those, okay, well, it just comes right back down to what it was week one through week three. Right. So um, and I will say maybe a little bit, it'll be a little bit higher just in the aspect of Noah Brown can play underneath just like CD can uh, can. And but Michael Gallup is more of that downfield threat than either Brown or Lamb. So a little bit of an extra plus there. But at the same time, I you know, where would I settle? It'd be the week one versus week three version of yeah. this wide receiver core. CD Lamb and Noah Brown both have over 270 yards of receiving. Nobody else on the Cowboys roster has more than 80, and that's Dalton Schultz. He has 80 on nine receptions. So, I mean, there's a pretty significant gap in the middle. Of course, Michael Gallup only has the two for 24 and a couple of PI penalties against him. But there hasn't been that wide-out contribution outside of Lamb and Brown consistently throughout the season. So I think my confidence level goes down more. It really Mm -hmm. does. Even with Gallup back in the fold, I I still think it goes down pretty heavily with C.D. Lamb. He's had 75 yards each of the last three games. He's gotten better as you've gone along, 75, then 87, then 97. He's had a couple touchdowns over the last two games. He is a better receiver than anybody on that roster talent-wise. It makes me it makes me worried. I'm I'm a little worried. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would be too. Make me feel go. better, Rob. No, I'm, I'm with you because <laughs> because hey, the other thing too is is Gallup ready to play 60 snaps? Yeah. Or I mean, he may be ready to, but do they want to put him out there? He put I think he played 39 out of 61 last week, and they're gonna ramp him up. So if he was full go Gallup all the way and he didn't have CD, I'd feel a little bit better. I still probably I'm with no C. I would lean towards CD going. I wonder if maybe regardless, Jalen Tolbert is active, and maybe mm-hmm. they have to do some roster configuration, but just to get an extra receiver up there in case the game starts and he's not feeling great or something happens in the game. And you can and you can. I mean, if for whatever reason CD can't go, knock on wood. I keep knocking on wood because I think he will, and I hope he will. Yeah. But you you look at your tight end unit and you say, hey, you know what? You're going to get targeted more in this game because you know. Cooper Rush is going to need to keep this pass rush off of him. So yeah. if for whatever reason we don't have CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, you better be feeling better Dalty. than last week. I was going to ask if, about Yeah, Dalty, you better be feeling better. Hey, Fergie, yeah, you're up. But Great. You know, also so Rob Phillips is shot. over there making me feel better. And then Patrick's like, don't worry, Kyle. If CeeDee Lamb won't go, no, Peyton Hendershot's got you, buddy. That's not what I said. However, that's kind of what it sounds like. It's <laughs> not what I said. However, <clears throat> not going to discount Peyton Hendershot. He mm-hmm. can make some plays. Um, but, I mean, to your point, 
CeeDee Lamb, Doesn't he, make he's coming better. off. No, he's coming off of two games in which he has produced almost a combined 200 receiving yards. Yeah, he's found his groove. If he's not on the field for whatever reason, it is a big loss for that wide receiver unit. What I'm simply saying is, it drops them from me pushing them up with the addition, the readdition of Michael Gallup back to week one, week three, and then you look over at your tight ends and you say, Hey, you know what? We pay you too. I'm panicking. Why are we not talking about Dalton? <laughs> Why are we not? I was yeah. actually going to mention him because he played most of the snaps, but is he – how's he feeling? Like, is he really – a hundred? he's probably not 100% yet coming off of that injury. So is, no, I'm not going to say that. Say it. He's been, in, he's been healthy chest. enough say to have full practice. Say it with practice. your chest Friday. It say, it. say it with your chest Friday. Put it out there. Can we, are we going to put him in the same category as a Dennis Houston in terms of him being a Dak guy? Um, you could. I think that's fair. Where you're you're saying without rush or without Dak in the fold and rush at quarterback, he's just he not as valuable as he would be with Dak in there, right? That's kind of what you're saying. I, I, I can agree with this. Let's not forget he's the franchise player mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can franchise agree with that. tag. So yeah, it's yeah, same diff. Yeah. <laughs> I can agree with that. I mean, and we kind of mentioned it as far as when Dak is healthy and does return, you will see Dalty's targets increase exponentially because that is the dad guy. You're talking about Dennis Houston being a dad guy. Dalton Schultz is the Absolutely. dad guy. So, you know. So, so we're thinking that he's not 100%? Is that what we're saying, Rob? No, I'm just, nah, I, don't I'm just, I mean, coming off of PCL, he's one week. He missed one game. Yeah, I don't I'm, think I'm, he's 100. Yeah, I mean, I think he's healthy you enough don't, to play. But I think, to that point, I think he's healthy enough We to haven't play. had too many Dalton sightings. No, he's nine receptions for 80 yards through four games. He was set... Most of the game Dak played in week one, he was seven for 62. And then he went. So he's got 18 yards since Dak has been out? He went two for 18. I mean, and, and then he, he was out there against the commanders, given what he could. I don't know if he was 100%. He had full practice this week, so maybe he's getting healthier. I think it's fairly obvious. I mean, who was Dak's most targeted receiver last year? Dalton Schultz. And there you go. <laughs> what? <am> I... <laughs> and there you go. But isn't. Okay. I'm trying to think of a way to even combat this because I don't think he's only a Dak guy, nor should he get a pass as only being a Dak guy. He's got to play better with Cooper Rush. It could be Patrick Nosey Walker, quarterback. He's got to play better. You would think that somebody who's in a position, and I'm not taking shots. This is just the reality. This is what the facts show. This is your franchise tag. Yep. And he's not getting the rock. What the heck? Like we're talking a lot about CD, putting a lot of pressure on CD Lamb, Noah Brown. Where the heck is Dalton Schultz? Yeah, no. Who does that go on? Is that on Kellen Moore? Is that on Dalton Schultz? Is it on Cooper I Rush? Who, who is it on? I don't know. I would just assume that if you franchise tag somebody, you kind of want to get them the ball. You want to use them. Mm-hmm. No doubt. That's mm. what I'm saying. Nobody's disagreeing with yeah. you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, just yeah. We just haven't had many sightings. That's what I'm saying. Is he kind of you know getting into the fold of a Dennis Houston? Dennis Houston without Dak, what do they do? Go ahead. We we don't need you until Dak gets back. Maybe, yeah. This feels like a, a prelude to a Dalty 75-yard two-touchdown I hope so. <laughs> on I, hope <laughs> I hope so because he is too integral to this offense. The, the reason I believe that their underutilization of Dalton Schultz in the tight end position, right? Let's talk about the position group and then talk about the individual. Their underutilization is hurting this offense. Mm. It, it, it surely ain't helping. 
So you think they're all underutilized with Ferguson and Hendershot and yeah, I mean, but I mean, the reason why you're active. starting, but you're starting to hear Hendershot's name a lot more. Why? Because they know that what he can do with the ball in his hand. He's a vertical threat. threat, absolutely. But you're not you're using you're you're keying in more on him than you are on your freaking franchise tag player. Mm. I think there's also an aspect uh, of it that lends to Kellen Moore being more committed to making sure that the run game is still the backbone. Uh, because going into week two, you saw that it was a clear frustration of Mike McCarthy saying, you know, we got to be smarter in certain things. And basically what he was saying was if if the run is working, stick with the run. And even if it's not working, you know, at least pretend you're sticking with it to set up the play action and go downfield. Um, but in, in the Cowboys recommitting to the run, Dalton – in when he's healthy, he did miss a game with a uh, sprained PCL. He's going to be tasked with blocking more than going out and running around. And the same goes for Jake Ferguson as well. Uh, Peyton Hembershot, you know, to his own credit, he has been humble enough to say he needs to improve his run blocking. But in admitting that, it's basically telling you that when he's on the field, it's probably not going to be a run play. I mean, it might, but it's probably going to be a pass play. So because they're recommitting to the run, I think that's an added layer to it all as far as why Dalton's not getting his, his reps. So you're completely correct, and that's a point that I've made offline a lot of times. Yeah. Dalton is the dad guy. When dad comes back, oh. he'll get his targets. But also <laughs> committing to the yeah. run heavily, that's bad. you're asking Dalton to do way more blocking than you would receiving. And so that's, all that's plays bad, Rob. Well, the other thing, too, though, I mean, we wanted C.D. Lamb. We, was C.D. Lamb going to be featured? Is there he going to be featured? He's being featured, there so we can't be upset about that. Nope. I mean, they're – Th- one drive, three straight catches. They're not they're not force feeding him, but they're making sure he's involved. And maybe it's somewhat at the expense of Dalton Schultz. The other thing is maybe Cooper Rush is just he's pressing the ball down the field a little bit. But Cooper and, Rush and, has and, his guy. Noah Brown. Noah huh? Brown. But C D has had a nice couple of games put together now too, mm-hmm. which is something that we talked about all offseason. They got to get him going. I, and they're, they're, that's been progress. I just feel like because it's a tight end that got tagged. Everybody's okay with him not getting the ball. I, if it was a receiver that got tagged, nobody at this conference would be okay with this. To, right now. to me, I don't view the tag like I do if he'd gotten a five-year deal worth seventy million. I agree with like, that. I, I don't think they. The tag means you're good, but they didn't commit to him. With a big fat contract, either. I agree. So because they could have done that, they could have contract or signed him forward, but I, they did. I think this is why. Hmm. I mean, this you, you all know. Uh, <laughs> Regardless of a what franchise tag in. is, basically saying, "Hey, you're good enough for us to not want to lose you just yet, but not necessarily great enough to have convinced us that we need to give you a multi-year in, in contract." In this situation, in this situation, in this situation, this I agree situation. with you. Because there's yeah. some that yeah, were like, "We just haven't fair. figured out the money that's aspect." Fair, which it would be like a Dak situation. Yeah. Ezekiel right. Elliott earlier in the week, he was asked, it, it, had, "Have you had any thought on the fact that?" You, you haven't hit 70 plays on offense yet. You really just haven't really been pushed down the field. And he, he pushed this. He's like, I'm not losing sleep. He's like, right. we've won three straight. We're doing what we need to on offense. Isaiah's losing sleep. He's like, we got to get CD the ball. We got to run the ball better. Ooh. We got to get Dalton Schultz the ball. Yeah, right. We got to get Noah Brown the ball. We got to get Dennis Houston the ball when he's active. Why is Jalen Tolbert not active? He's got so many different questions. I love it. His point is well t- Your point is, it well, is taken well taken because yeah. at some point, maybe this Sunday, the Rams offense, if they can protect, is going to wake up. Yep. They're not going to get three points every time in the red zone, and and this offense is going to have to do a little bit more. And it may, you know, they may be maxing out what they can do with Cooper Rush. That just may be the the Hmm. factor, you know. And he's done a nice job, but we, I think we're kind of forgetting he is the backup quarterback. And now you the 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 victories are overshadowing 
the fact the problems. The, yeah, the problems right mm-hmm. now. And I, I, I think, I think if they, yeah, but I'm saying, you know, if you know the fans, they go, go, they're gonna go muy loco. If there's an L, if there's a, if there's a loss, and you have the same stat line as you have on offense, there's gonna be a problem. Right. People are gonna lose their, they're gonna lose their colons. But I think (laughs) that on a t-shirt. Can we? (laughs) Better than alternative. (laughs) What? I can't say the other one. Show title for today. Oh, <laughs> lose, you lose your colons. Um, Rob makes a great point. Um, you know, it, it, Cooper Rush has has definitely been more than serviceable, capable. He's he's shown the five percent. Um, but we might be seeing the ceiling of Cooper Rush, and now you're reinserting Michael Gallup, and now he and Michael Gallup are starting to got to, starting to get an instant chemistry. So that doesn't necessarily work in. Schultz's favor yeah. because you have another former thousand yard receiver who's back and you hit the ground running with Cooper Rush. So Cooper Rush is thinking, okay, I got my guy. Well, he's not thinking this going into it. But the real, you know, the reality is, and you can attest to this, quarterbacks do have their guys, whether they know it or not they, know it. They so. have their guys, and I know we got to go to break, but yeah. they are doing, Cooper Rush is destroying Cooper, uh, Dalton Schultz's franchise tag year. Schultz. He's destroying it. And the reason why is because they have to max protect. And they're doing so many well, two-man routes right now that's a good that point he can't too. get out. Okay. And to, and to be fair, and then we can go to break. Fumbling and getting injured doesn't help. No, it doesn't. He's so. had both of those things. too. It's It hasn't been good from Dalton Schultz yet. Maybe it'll be better down the the, the road. But Four's overall, coming. your offense has got to play better. Four is coming. When, <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> Here on Talking Cowboys, we're going to give you our matchups to watch. Los Angeles Rams on the docket this week. Can the Cowboys push it to 4-1? and one? And if they can, who's got to do their job the best? Right mm. after the break here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to blackriflecoffee.com to join the coffee club today. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. If you are a Cowboys fan, of course, make your way to AT&T Stadium coming up this up, or actually mm, next what? week, next week, October 22nd yes. for rally days here uh Pulling up the read. I'm trying to get there, guys. Uh, there we go. To Experience Rally Day, presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and a whole lot more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. Took me a little bit there. My email got signed out, I guess, last night. It never gets signed out. So I clicked on it, and it gave me a login a that ghost. I never have to go to. It's getting spooky. Mm. Talk, spooky season. Talk, of talking I'm a little disappointed. Nobody reached out to us with a haunted house, or at least I didn't see it. Oh, well, Did y'all get anything? too bad we can't yeah. do it. This no, no, we can, because oh, I've got I've gotten a couple from uh, from our colleague, Michael, upstairs. So. Mm. It's, it's oh, happening. No, of course, Mike. It's happening. Some. It's happening. Yeah, his co- his neighbor, yeah. your colleague, neighbor, y'all yeah. kind of share Absolutely. the cubicle space with, his, with Michael. Yeah. And we're on the same frequency, when Michael and I, when it comes to horror So is Rob. Rob's on that frequency too. Yeah, yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Make sure when we get to the haunted house, ladies and gentlemen, those who are operating the haunted house, make sure you give Rob Phillips just 150% mm. of your effort. 150%. He's going to need Wonderful. it. He's not very easy to scare. Wonderful. <laughs> he loves roller coasters. Don't leave any plays on the field when you see Rob coming through. <laughs> uh, we want one of like little helmet cams. Yeah. Oh, Reamer, we need guest. a GoPro for everybody. Yeah, we're yeah. going to put a GoPro on. Yeah. I think I'm going to wear a helmet That'd actually when I go. <laughs> just have that. the you'll have the the yeah. helmet stickers yeah. lollipop stickers yeah I'm gonna wear the lollipop little whim cam on your face like, yeah big old lollipop yeah, stickers let's figure that out Beamer that'd be awesome and... yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, see who's really frightened <laughs> <laughs> all right um, like the slingshot cam <laughs> <laughs> matchups this week for the Rams and the Cowboys Rob I'll, I'll start with you anybody that you you need to step up for Dallas in order to get the win uh, I'm just I'll. I'm just going to regurgitate what I said on Media Mash yesterday. The obvious matchup is Aaron Donald. I'm curious how much Jason Peters can get this week. Can he get from 14 to 20? Can he get to 30? Can he get a little higher and be part of that mix to you, try to come better that? with him in there? Yeah, I do. Now, I do think Connor McGovern, give him a game coming back from that ankle injury. I think No C said that during the week. I think mobility wise mm-hmm. it kind of looked like it. Jason Peters had some tough plays too. Like yeah, those they guys, did. Payne and Allen are no joke to mess with. Oh, right. But I do feel better about having the vet next to Tyler Smith in this game. And it's not going to be Aaron Don- Aaron Donald's going to line up all over the place. And they don't necessarily it's not always avoiding Zach Martin. If he's got a one-on-one matchup somewhere, they're going they're going to try to exploit wherever he is on the line. But more Jason Peters would be good for this matchup. How have you seen Tyler Smith playing this year next to that guard spot? What are, what are your thoughts on him? I think Washington wasn't his best game. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, in the run, they struggled overall. He gave up some pressures. 
I think he's only given up one sack this year mm-hmm. in 200-plus snaps. Overall, he's been great for what the fact that he hasn't had reps at that position since college. His power, his really his mobility, everything points to the fact that he can handle this. But I don't think Washington was his best game, and I don't think this is going to be an easy matchup either on Sunday. For me, I'm going to go uh, a little bit of one that's not being spoken about but needs to. All signs point to J. Ron Curse returning to the field. A healthy J. Ron Curse tells me that the Cowboys can likely delete Tyler Higby. Mm-hmm. I want to see Curse versus Higby. Um, who were the most the, – the, the two – Receivers who receivers who got the most targets from Matthew Stafford, who have been getting the most targets. It's Cooper Cup, it's Tyler Higby. You don't know where Cooper Cup's going to line up. That's going to be a nightmare for the secondary. But what you can do is task Curse with deleting Tyler Higby, as he's done George Kittle in the past. And now, not only hopefully your pressure from that interior defensive line and out on the edges, or it's shrinking Matthew Stafford's window in addition to deleting one of his two favorite targets. That's just a recipe for absolute success if the Cowboys can pull that off. So for me, J. Ron Curse versus Tyler Higby, that's mm. going to be something to watch. So you're saying if you shut down Higby with Curse, you can put three guys on Cooper Cup. I'm saying maybe four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm saying I'm, I'm saying if there. I'm saying if Curse yeah, he that, has proven Phil Jackson. Defense. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm saying that Curse can delete a man one on one, and if he can do that, then that's that much more yeah. personnel you can throw at Cooper. Based Cup. off Hardy style, delete. It, so based off of you guys and, and what you've seen out of the limited mobility that that curse has shown or you've been able to see at practices, does he look like he's back to 100 yeah, percent? Is he, he moving well? That, that guy has some bounce in his step. He looks good. So he, he, looks he good. he's also yeah. not even he's ditched the compression sleeve as well on his knee. So, I mean, coming wow. out of practice, you would think that bare bones. Right. He's going bare bones and, he you know, has a good bounce in the locker room and he's as talkative and as as uh, <laughs> as fun and jovial. As, as ever, uh, Curse is champing at the bit, and his mobility looks good. And like I said, he has no um, devices at all, not as much as a compression sleeve on that knee. So he looks, mm. good. He looks good. I like it. I'm going to go with the obvious boys. And I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb versus Jalen Ramsey. Mm. Simply because of the fact I think this is going to be C.D. Lamb. you saying that like Anchorman? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Will Ferrelling right now? <laughs> I'm going to go C. with C.D. Lamb classy versus <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Uh, for the reason, I think this is going to be C.D.'s toughest game. Because as a receiver playing against Jalen Ramsey, you have to play an entire game. And people are probably saying, like, what the heck is he talking about? Well, let's talk about it. As a receiver, you run your routes. Okay, mm-hmm. You're expected to run your routes at 100%. Right, max effort. You probably get out of you know max Dallas with Cooper Rush is throwing the ball what twenty some odd times a game. So you're looking at twenty some odd routes. Okay, thirties call it thirty routes per game. All right, okay. you could you could run thirty full speed routes. But let's go ahead and say that you have thirty runs. Most of the time, receivers come off the ball. They run it. They run out to the sideline. They turn the back of the defensive back and well, bravo, you done your job. You took his eyes away from the backfield. All right, cool, great. Sometimes receivers come off the ball and they run a little, get a little, little, little shimmy off the line of scrimmage, and then they go outside again. Hey, guess what? You took his eyes away from the run play. Great job blocking, quote unquote, your your defensive back, your responsibilities. Not with Ramsey. Ramsey has his eyes in the backfield. Ramsey wants to be a part of every single play. So in terms of amount of effort that has to be exerted in this game, CeeDee Lamb's going to have to exert as much energy as possible if he lines up on Ramsey's side, and I think Ramsey's going to follow him. Whole game? Huh? Whole game? 
I think so. I think Ramsey doesn't normally travel like that, but he can. And I think that if he really wants to, he if he wants to, I think he sees that what I see in CD, and I think CD's still trying to mature emotionally in this game. Physically, he's coming along. All right, the jobs are starting to kind of go down. You're starting to see his confidence build. Emotionally, I'm not sure that he's there yet. And if there's anybody that's going to test your emotional intelligence and competency, it's going to be Jalen Ramsey. No doubt. Boys. That's a yeah. fact. So yeah. Jalen's going to talk to you the whole game. Yep, he's yep, going to yep. grab and hold you the whole game. He's going to hit, take cheap shots on you. Oh, and when you try to take those quote-unquote plays off to get your breath on those running plays, he's coming downhill. He's trying to blow up your running back or your screen plays. So you're exerting energy there too. So I think in terms of the holistic picture, this will be the most exertion that CeeDee Lamb or anybody else that lines up on Jalen Ramsey's side is going to have to deal with because he plays the entire game. You know what would be fun, even more so than that, because Jalen Ramsey is a talker. Uh, And I do think there will be some reps where he'll go against Michael Gallup. Gallup is, yeah, Gallup, that fuels Gallup. Like, he loves that type oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah, no. There's, there's, so that would yeah. be, yeah. My, my, my th- I guess my biggest takeaway is just run blocking-wise, <laughs> Gallup and CD are going to be challenged. If you're lined up over Ramsey, you better freaking drop your butt, come it off the ball, is. drop your butt, and lock up on his chest because he will swim, he'll swerve on you, come around, and he'll go blow up your running back. Drop your butt, just, but don't lose your colon. Yeah, don't lose your colon. Don't lose that. So <laughs> yeah. you you outlined it in Film Room. and yeah. I, I mean, I know it's a selfless plug, but Film Room mm. was really good this week because Isaiah did a great job of it. And he outlined just how Ramsey was able to take a, an screen uh, yeah. A unique approach. Let's yep. say it that way, because it's not just by the book. It's Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I mean, because he can go mm-hmm. outside of the box in order to still have some success. It's interesting because if you're thinking, why is Jalen Ramsey so good? Why is he so highly graded across mm-hmm. the league? And why is he so respected? It's because he doesn't take a playoff yeah. at all. It's because this year, he's graded as the number three corner hmm. on PFF in the league. Why is that? Even though... His targets and his receptions and his coverage has not been as good as Trayvon Diggs. Right. It's his ability in the run. He's given up six or ten receptions this year. Trayvon Diggs has given up only 14. Ramsey in 16 targets. Diggs in 25 targets. So Diggs has been much better in coverage. But Jalen Ramsey doesn't play take a playoff, and he's a much better tackler. He's able yeah. to get to the edge. He's great in the run game, whereas Trayvon Diggs doesn't want that contact. He doesn't want that physicality. He does not step up and make a, a play – in the run game, whereas Jalen Ramsey invites that. That's what fuels him. It's why there was debate in 2016 on whether Jalen Ramsey was a cornerback in the NFL or a safety in the NFL because he's so physical. And if you thought he was going to be a safety, then you miscalculated his coverage ability But as as a boundary corner. But, yeah, the physicality is what separates him. And and the thing is, like, that's where Trayvon hasn't taken that next step yet. And you talk about the willingness, right? You brought up the word will. That's the only thing holding Trayvon back from being in that category with Jalen Ramsey or even like a Darrell Revis, right? Sure. Those guys love the contact. I don't think Diggs wants the contact. Is he capable? Absolutely. Bengals game at the end. You saw you do it. it. You saw him do it. He can. But the willingness and and the want to is what drives Ram- Ramsey will come up and hit you and talk mess. Mm. And he's not going to get blocked right? either. We, yeah, he's not getting blocked. Lineman coming at him, tight end, receiver, he's not getting blocked. He will run you back into the guy or he'll go back there and make the tackle. And he's going to talk at you. He's not just on routes. 
right? It's not just talking about coverage. He's going to get beat on coverage. All corners do, right? But he's going to come back, and if he doesn't get you back coverage-wise, he's going to come back and make you look silly because you want to take a playoff blocking. And he he loves that, and his team requires that. His well, team there is that. a. I will say this: there is one one guy name escapes me. No, it doesn't. His name's Dion. He, <laughs> he did pretty well for himself, and he wasn't exactly the most willing blocker and you Tackler. know run support guy around. Who but, caught the ball on him? Say again. Who caught the ball on him? What are you talking? Teams about? didn't even try. They didn't even try. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying, so one portion one portion of his game was so just. Out of this world that he didn't he didn't really didn't have to, to do anything. We're we're not in that same conversation with either one of these guys. They're really good at being corners, but they're not. I mean, they're nobody's him. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take our second break. We've got some picks to make on the other side of the break. Give us a call 888-855-2297. You'll be a part of our fan pick'em segment. We've got you covered on the other side of the break. Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Give us a call. Be a part of it. Right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Lil Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Lil Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more 
do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Glad you're with us. Isaiah Standback, Patrick Nosey Walker, Rob Phillips, and Isaiah Standback. So, as we, so appreciative of Chris Beam. Just the nice job he did of making sure this thing was nice and mobile. Mm, very mobile. nice. Yeah. Very nice. It's not, the, it's it's not, the not the as toit. Throat. Yeah, it's not as toit. It's not as toit. What? Did w- w- Is that right? Or no, you, I think there's another one. Okay. There's one that follows me. We're, we've that got I, our that I've uh, engaged with quite a bit. It's not the same one. Not the same one. Not the same one. Okay. So I just wanted to make sure that that was the case. But we do have our fan picker this week. Uh, we'll get to you here coming up here in a little bit. Do we have the DraftKings mm. graphic beamer? Do we have that ready to go? Yes. There it is. DraftKings picks against the LA Rams. Here's your four options: oh. Cooper Rush, 5400; Michael Gallup at 500 or 5000. <laughs> Uh, Dalton Schultz at 3,400, and then the Dallas defense and special teams unit at 2,500. Isaiah, who you got to win you some money on DraftKings? I'm going with the discount double check with the Dallas Cowboys defense and special teams, Kyle. Even against the Rams? Yeah. Are you on prices right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, who you got? Um, You know what? I'm going with Michael Gallup. Uh, Talk to Michael Gallup. He's confident and, you know. Ramsey might be busy elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Michael Gallup. Hey, and the Rams are giving up the second most yardage to wide receivers. They're giving up the most points to the defense's special teams all year long. So, I mean, those are both really good picks. Rob, how are you going to top it? Five straight weeks. D. <laughs> Sticking right with the it. D. I think this is the best pick uh, as well. I would go with the defense and the special teams. Those are the two, though. Uh, I, I think Dalton Schultz could be a sleepy pick. I think he's going to be better this week. I really do. Even though Isaiah doesn't like it and Isaiah's giving me the side eye at the moment, I think Dalton Schultz is going to play better. I think, think he basically so? set him up for a good game. I hope so. Good game. <laughs> Good game, guys. I hope so. All right, so apparently we had Dan Orlovsky on the phone. The uh, No, Dan? no, not the day. That was going to be our fan picker, but then he hung up. So uh, How dare you, Dan? Give us a call, 888-855-2297. wonder if he got disconnected. I was going to say, it might have been the. If he, he stepped if he out of the back of the end zone. Yeah. We're being Ohio. Bravissimo. We're being Ohio. Bravissimo. Beamer, do we have another pick here? I do. I have up? Ruben from North Texas. All right. Ruben. Ruben. What's up? Hey, Coming what's in close. Ruben. All right. Let's start things off. The Bears at the Vikings. Ruben, who you got on that one? Oh, man. Uh, the Bears at the Vikings. I got the Vikings in that one. All right. Good pick. Good pick. Rob Phillips? Dub Vikings. Oh, change up. Isaiah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was Vikings good. at home. That was that was actually pretty yeah, impressive. That was nice. Give me the Vikings and uh Chris said his daughter in the back said the Bears are going to get it oh. done. So how about that? Uh all right. The Lions at the Patriots, two one-win teams. It has not been great for those two so far. Lions have shown some promise though offensively. Top offense in the league. Isaiah, who you got? No Micah, but I'm going with the Lions. Mm. On the road against the Patriots? Patriots are t- down to their number three quarterback. Mm, that's a good point. All right. Yeah, but it's still Billy Belly in New England. I'm going with the Patriots. Give me the rah-rah Lions. I, uh, Rob. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me the Pats in a game that might be uglier than what we saw on Thursday. Oh, okay. Oh, Ruben. Ruben. Man, that's going to be tough. Uh but I like the Lions fight, but I feel like the Pats at home. Like I gotta trust in Bill Belichick. Yeah, it's tough to really go against with them. Presley took the Patriots in that one, by the way. Uh, Eagles at the Cardinals. Cardinals 
trying to find a bit of a rhythm. Can they knock off the Eagles for the first time this year? Patrick. Cardinals at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it happens. Oh, go Cardinals? Yeah, I think it happens. I think they win the Battle of the Birds, too. Yeah. I'm with you, buddy. I think it happens. Arizona all the way. Ruben. Man, I'm going to pick Arizona just because I don't like those dirty Eagles. So I, I love it. I like Ruben Let's a go, lot. Let's Ruben. <laughs> Ruben's my dude. All right, Rob. Uh, I'm going to take this dub. I'm going to take the Eagles. Mm, that's <laughs> ridiculous. All right. You put Isaiah. A, you put an eagle and a cardinal in a cage. Who's going to win? The eagle, for, the eagle sure. for sure. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Are they that's playing football? <laughs> Same. That's a different. Yeah. That's right. Probably yeah. still the eagle. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, Chris. Who is it? Who does, who does Presley got Eagles. in the back? Eagles. Oh, nice. you didn't teach her right, Beamer. You got it. <laughs> No father's name. That's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, all right. The Bengals at the Ravens. Ooh. Two, two and two teams that need to win bad. Those are two really good teams to go under 500, and one of them will be. Uh, I guess I got to start on this one. Oh, man. Give me the Bengals on the road to get it done against the Ravens. Ruben, who you got? Man, that's going to be a good game. A lot better than last night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got the Ravens winning that one. Okay. That's the Sunday night game, so we'll get a chance to watch a little bit of that. Rob? Ravens defense gets after Joe and wins. Mm. All right. Mm. Isaiah? I wouldn't suggest putting a being on a Raven in a cage. Why are we I'm going to go with the Raven, though. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Uh, Patrick. Zoology. Um, I went with Bills over Ravens. That worked out. I think the Ravens are, are pissed off. Um, <laughs> Ravens at home. Just the mental images that are coming to mind. <laughs> Presley, who you got in this one? That sounded like Rock Chalk Jayhawk in the back. I like it. Uh, Raiders at the Chiefs. Speaking of Kansas, Kansas City. Can Arrowhead hold it down? Yes, they will. Give me the Chiefs. Ruben. Oh, Pat's been throwing them like we know Pat can. Yep. So I feel like, yeah, give me the Chiefs. Raiders could fall to one and four here, Isaiah. Clyde Edwards, hello. Mm. Mm. Pat. Mm. Chiefs did me right last week. I'm sticking with them this week. Rob, KC. In the place to be. So Chiefs across the board. All right. Here's the one that really matters. Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, Oh, sorry, Presley. Sorry, Presley. Chiefs. There you go. That's the one that really matters. That was it. Uh, 325 kickoff on the road at SoFi Stadium. The reigning Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, hosting the 3-1 Dallas Cowboys. Can either team find a rhythm on offense to supplant their fantastic defensive unit we'll see who they've got Ruben who do you have on Sunday well I feel like as long as Cooper doesn't come out and start doing all the changing up with the line he was doing last week Mm. if they just keep it steady that they'll be able to get the win over there in SoFi like you said it'll be like a bowl game pretty much home for us so. so your prediction you think it's a win I think it's a win. All right, there the you go, Ruben. Hey, you were fantastic. Yes. Call us in more. Call, call Thanks, us more Ruben. often. I like it, Ruben. Hey, I appreciate you. Guys. I like the energy. Like the story of the hippo. Great job as always, and every week here on Talking Cowboys, a fan can be a part of our pick'em segment. Just give us a call eight 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 five five two two nine seven. All right, Presley. All right, Beamer kids in the back. Who you got? Cowboys and the Rams. This is important. Go ahead. Go Cowboys! Yeah. <laughs> if they would have said Rams yeah. there, I would have oh, laughed it. so oh, hard. It would have been great. But if they, they would have said Rams, they would have said got push-ups. <laughs> got some push-ups. <laughs> uh, all right, Rob, who you got? 23-20 Cowboys. I don't feel as good about this one as any of the other ones, but uh, I'll ride with the defense again. I think it's going to be first to 20 once again. 
And they both get to 20 in the, your prediction, though. Yeah, offense does just, mm. just enough. Just enough. Okay. Isaiah. 17 14. Mm. Dalty. <laughs> the winning touch. Salty Dolts gets it done for the Cowboys. The franchise player, the franchise tag. Tag him. Tag him. Oh, my God. Uh, What's he going for, like 12 for 80? No, he did one for six. Whoa. Uh, I'll let Patrick go last this week. Give me – oh, man, I could bank up a game here. I could make it up against you guys, but I'm not going to – I can't do it. coin flip, man. Gut feeling – legitimately says Cowboys get it done again. I, I just I think the defense has been too good. Yeah. I, I really do think that the Rams haven't found a rhythm yet, and I don't think they're going to find it against one of the best defenses in the NFL. And so give me the Cowboys in an ugly, ugly football game. Not as ugly as Thursday night football, but not too far off. I'll say uh I'll say twenty seven oh, to gosh. seventeen. Cowboys. Twenty seven. Cowboys are gonna score twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they got 25 have, last week. I mean, they could have broken through the 30. Yeah. Like we, we spoke about. 27 to 10 was my score last week, and it was 25 to 10. I almost got there. 27 to, to 17, Cowboys. And in my preseason prediction, I had the Cowboys winning this game. That was assuming all health. But, you know, even with the <laughs> not everyone's healthy, obviously, I'm still – you look at that interior offensive line for the Rams versus the interior defensive line for the Cowboys. It's going to be a very, very strong home crowd with Cowboys Nation showing up and showing out at SoFi Stadium. Makes it kind of a bowl game uh, atmosphere. So, close one, but I'm sticking with the Cowboys. Uh 24 to 20, the Rams are the first team this season that get 20 points on this defense, but it stops mm. at the 20. That's it. Yep. I'm, yeah, see, I, I don't like even that. think they get there either, but that's a – hey, Cowboys across the board kind of scares me a little bit because this is the, the reigning Super Bowl champs. You cannot overlook them. Nobody's underdog, Kyle. Nobody's, Nobody's underdog. underdog. How about that, Rob Phillips? Drop the mic as we end things out this week here on Talking Cowboys. Special thanks, as always, to our friends over at Black Rifle Coffee Company. Check them out at blackriflecoffee.com. We'll see you 325 kickoff. Isaiah will be on the pregame. So will Rob at 2 p.m. Central Time on Sunday. Should right. be a whole lot of fun. Right. So tune in on dallascowboys.com and on the YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, doesn't matter. Find a way. Get on there for Cowboys pregame live. We'll be back here on Monday morning to break it all down for you, win or loss. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, and Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the store in Frisco. We'll see you Monday on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!